Hi, everyone. It's Michelle from Studio City Now. And today my guest is Lee Whitaker. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you reached out to me through LinkedIn. Um, so I read your bio, which is incredible. But today we're going to talk about the vigilante, yeah. which is the recovery of trafficked children. Mm -hmm. What got you into this? It's such a great cause. I had just finished my first short film uh, and I was doing the festival circuit with that. And it was about homeless children. Mm -hmm. And it did really well. Uh, it was called Catching Fireflies. And from that, somebody had heard about me doing that and reached out to me because it's another child kind of thing, right? Topic. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I knew there was sex trafficking going on overseas in underdeveloped countries, but I never knew that it was going on here. And this was Kara Myers. And she brought it to my attention and lifted the veil from my eyes and um, said, hey, I want to make a movie on this. And I was like, uh, OK, is it really happening here, though, in the States? And she showed me everything and uh, as a warm up, pretty much. And then it just it hit me right in the core of my uh, my soul. And I'm like, okay, that's it. I get this is my next project. I have to do this. And so we dove in deep with uh, MPOs, survivors. We spoke to so many survivors. We made sure we were connected with lawyers because there's a lot going on with uh, the legislation side of it, the vocabulary side of it as well. And then we met with um, L.A. Uh, sheriffs, deputies, CIA and FBI and made sure we covered all of our bases going into the topic. I don't know, for about a year or so um, before we even started crafting the story. Wow. How long did it take you to do the story? So we've been at it now. I would say this is year 10, which oh. is a long time. So the reason why, too, is because of the topic. The topic is so dark. It's so disturbing. Uh, I went and researched. I saw every film that was ever made on the topic. And every single one was incredibly dark. It's not like a date movie where you're going to take somebody on a Friday night and go have popcorn and watch a movie. So, and then the other, the only other commercial film that was done on it was Taken. And I just felt like the movie Taken, though a great movie, commercial movie, it just kind of got away from the topic. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, how do I bridge the gap? How do I do both? How can I give you something entertaining and give you the message without spoon feeding or being preachy to you? You know, and I think that's why it took so long to craft. And we did we did probably eight drafts of the script. You know, I think it was draft three that was so dark and disturbing. We threw it away and started completely over. Yeah, I yeah. I wasn't aware of a lot until I saw Taken, which mm -hmm. is supposed to be based on a true story. Right. Overseas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. So and there's. There's a lot of companies like OUR, you know, like Sound of Freedom that are doing topics on overseas. But to me, hey, what about our country? What about our children, our society? What's going on in our backyard is right under our noses and we don't even see it. Like if you look at my film, my film takes place in middle America, suburbia. And that's exactly where all this is coming from. It's not in the seedy part of towns and all that stuff that you would think, you know. Um, when they go do servicing, sometimes that is like when they go to the hotels, but where these kids are staying, they're in, right next door. You just don't realize it. And that's why even in some of the dialogue, the bad guy's like, hey, look, you know, yeah, she fits in. She blends in with the neighbors. That's what they want. They don't want to raise flags or anything like that. There's been a lot of PSAs 
or public service announcements where there'll be a younger girl walking with a man and she'll throw her phone and make a signal. And I think it's this, I'm not sure, you know, from her back to um, show that she's not there voluntarily. Is right. that a true thing or? It is to some degree, it becomes very risky. Um, it's more, it's very underground. There are some hand signals that are out there. Um, but again, you know, we don't try to really promote that too much because if the person that she's with sees that, that could be the end. So the, the child takes a real strong risk in doing that. Um, so you've got to be really careful when they do do that. Driving is one thing where they can do it out the window when it's less, you know, obvious, you know. Okay. Now also I'm told there are big hubs like Miami, LA. Um, so there are big hubs, but that's, that's rumor too. So you can yeah. look at, you, you look at um, San Diego because it's right by Mexico and all these others. Um, obviously Texas is a hot spot right now with everything that's going on there. Again, we won't get into politics, but it's still an issue, you know? Um, but it's not so much. I mean, because even Atlanta is a hot spot right now. So, you know, uh, Wisconsin, you know, uh, so there's different, it, it's just completely random because a lot of times what happens is they're taking these kids, they go right over the state line immediately because the laws in each state are different. And these guys are very smart about it with the legislation and everything. Um, so they're constantly hopping. And again, it's not, it. the hardest thing is, is it doesn't look like this dark cloud bad guy, you know? So most of these traffickers and, and the guys that are holding these girls, they're, they're not completely seedy looking. They just look normal. They don't look like gangbangers all the time and all this other stuff. And that, that's the key with blending in. And that's why it's important to see the signs and know the signs. Um, so back to your original thing, it's happening in every town and almost every state. And it's big, big money because it's not like the drug dealer who's selling crack on the street. He's going to make $80,000, but it, he sells that and then he's got to go get more. He's got five girls. He's now going to make $800,000 a year because each girl is going to rotate between 20 and 30 a day, six to seven days a week. So it's a reusable commodity. Okay. No, that's you hard, know. and I know it's disgusting, but. Okay, so this is sex trafficking. Correct. Okay. Um. So she's. Uh, got it. <laughs> I don't have to yeah. spell it out. Yeah. Okay. You mean as far um, as what the movie's about? Well, actually, I'm going to watch the movie tonight. Okay. Yeah. Um. When you said rotate, they're. Servicing. Right. Yeah. Uh, weird question. How do they prevent pregnancies or disease or they don't care? They don't care. Some of these girls are so young. I don't want to disturb you too much, but they haven't quite seasoned yet or had puberty. So they don't have to worry about it when it comes to that. I mean, it, the ages go really, 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 really low. Again, I'll try to keep it more PG and I'll just tell you, eight and nine years old that's the pg level of this conversation okay so um but you know 
ever since Roe versus Wade, that's a different kind of story because it's harder to get pills and stuff like that. But that is something that they do provide for some of these young girls in the house. You know, that's disgusting. Now, I was a nurse, so I've seen it all. And some things still shock me. I thought I had too, and, and I got to tell you, when I when I got onto this topic, you know, it's a it's a dark path to go down, and that's mm -hmm. why you know I just each time I just felt more more drive to get this done so I could shed light on this you know silent epidemic that we have going on, um, but it, it's left a stain on me, you know. Um, I yeah. want to do a part two, and then I want to leave it leave it alone, you know, because um, for me my part two. To me, it's again, there's been a lot of films on the topic and they're they're emotionally charging. It tells it shows you all the bad and all that stuff. And I and, and we need to see that to a degree. I'm at the point now where I've heard so many stories. I'm ready to punish people. So that's where I'm gonna go with part two as well. And I, and I guess that's why they call it the vigilante. That wasn't the original title of my film, it was Amy because that's the girl who's was taken. Um, but obviously I'm not a, a great marketer and the distribution company said, hey, this is a better title to help sell the movie. Hey, cool, whatever you guys think. But I know at least in part two, I really want more retribution. Now, do you remember Polly Klaus? So, what's that again? Polly Klaus. Mm, I don't think so. Polly Hannah Klaus was an American murder victim whose case garnered national media attention on October 1st, 1993. At 12, she was kidnapped at knife point during a slumber party at her mother's house in Northern California and strangled to death. But um, it inspired a lot of laws. And I'm wondering if maybe that was I mean, it was a kidnapping, maybe it was an attempted child trafficking, and she fought back. Could have been. They don't yeah. want girls to fight back. When they pick girls, they, they, they pick the vulnerable ones. It's easier to manipulate because it's all about manipulation. So they reprogram the girls as soon as they get them in the house. Okay? So when they get them into the holding house, it becomes like the military military breaks you down so they can reprogram you in boot camp to turn you into a soldier. It's the same theory. They get you into the house, they'll drug you if you're too aggressive until they can really start to brainwash you and manipulate you and, and then reprogram you. And then now you become the slave. Now, if somebody suspects um, this is happening, mm -hmm. what steps should that person take? super easy i mean it's a google step away so i always tell people it doesn't matter where you live if google at your fingertips google child sex trafficking hotline like polaris has a hotline that you can call mm -hmm. and that's an 800 number um that you can get connected with your local immediately and every local city has it going on and they have those like in la alone i mean i sent you my mpos it's like three or four of them four or right. five and then they're in every state. So we're also connected with other MPOs across the nation. But it's literally, you don't have to call the uh, the police department right away unless you feel like you're physically in danger or do, but do mm -hmm. something. If you say, you know, if you see something, say something. 
but you can get involved by, you know, just Googling the local uh, charter near you. And stay anonymous? Absolutely. You can, it's, it's up to you. I mean, obviously, you know, if you want to stay anonymous, that's, that's good. Probably smart, you know? Okay. Now what would somebody do? Let's say, um, uh, Jane next door mm -hmm. who is showing signs of trafficking and she wants out and she wants to be safe. How would someone like that escape or give a sign or well, it's, it's really tough. You got to be really delicate, right? So it's knowing who your neighbors are. And, and I feel like that's what's happened in our country that's changed in a big way since the 50s and 60s. We've lost mm -hmm. that. We're not engaged with our neighbors anymore. We don't really say hi or talk to them or, you know, know anything about them. Um, so, you know, if you have a neighbor that's next door and they got five girls or six girls and they look different, they all look different. Even if they do look the same, but if they're coming and going all the time and you suspect something, you call the authorities and let's let them do their due diligence. But at least you did something because in my film, you will see that situation happened. Mm -hmm. And the lady next door said, for five years, I suspected something, but I didn't say I didn't say anything. And the little girl's like, I've been waiting so long. Why didn't you help me? You know, it's sad. So my movie, we interviewed so many survivors. We don't call them victims, victims anymore. We call them survivors because they're strong. Yeah. And what we did is we took all these stories from them and crafted them into the film. So though it's a certain character, we these are all true stories. And like there's a character that's in the film at the end of it that didn't make it. That's a, based on a true story. So that that was the, that again is the delicate weaving of the message. Right. Yeah, it's um the other thing I've noticed or I've you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist to a point. Yeah. I know the earth is not flat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. We're good. <laughs> and the fires in Hawaii, someone actually told me that was a sound stage. Like that was not a sound stage. Uh, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not that crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, one of the theories I've heard, and I just haven't had the time to investigate, you know, there are these weird earthquakes in bizarre places in the United States. And I was told there were tunnels being built or blown up because that's where they were moving children through. I don't know your thought on that. I Yeah, so I, I know about tunnels being dug underground mm -hmm. and you know there's it's been going on forever. Yeah. Uh, that's the government, you know, the government, you know, making bases and doing all certain things like that. Are they trafficking kids underground? No. I've never heard that. So I hope they're not getting confused with underground railroad which is O U R out of Utah and they go and rescue kids overseas. Tell me about that. Uh, that's I, basic. It's, I, a, it's, a, it's a nonprofit organization called O-U-R, O-U-R, period in between each uh, letter. Um, they've been, they've been uh, rescuing kids for, I don't know, over a decade, I guess now. 
Uh, that's what Sound of Freedom was. The guy who started OUR, the main guy, Tim Ballard, that mm-hmm. was Sound of Freedom was his story. Uh, but they're still rescuing kids overseas. But for me, again, that's great. It's great that you're doing that. What about here? Yeah. So if you look at if like if you look at the email I sent you, I sent you one called Arc. Okay. Yes. So yeah, Arc is here. That's that's Boz and and Tina Boz. And they actually 100% recovery rate, rescue rate on all the children's. And it's all here in the United States. And if anybody wants to get connected and be a part of it, you can go to their website. You can donate. You can get plugged in and do your part. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing I've read is um, the airline flight attendants, Mm -hmm. the airlines themselves, the personnel are now being trained to look out Correct. for this. Correct. Correct. Which is great. Yeah. 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 Like there was one, I don't know if it's just a YouTube story or what it is. Barefoot girl on an airplane. Uh, had to use the bathroom and the man she was with wouldn't let her. Mm. And, um, you know, like I said, I don't know how true this is. Right. I don't even think they let you on a plane barefoot. I've never heard that. Yeah. But I mean, obviously you just never know depending on what the airport is, lower end airport. But yeah, if you see something like that, if you see any kind of a child with an adult and the kid wants to use the bathroom, every adult's gonna let the kid use the bathroom. Yeah. So that's a that's a trigger. Yeah. Okay. So the organizations which you sent me, you said ARC. Mm-hmm. Then you said a little about OUR. Uh-huh, that are out of Utah. And then you have other in LA, you have Saving Innocence. That's out of, out of Los Angeles. They help with uh, uh, law enforcement on sting operations, just like ARC. Uh, mm-hmm. And they also help the recovery, or the, excuse me, the rehabilitation, which is so important. So they yeah. house these girls and they take care of them. And same with uh, CC's Hope Center. And they're out of, I sent that to you as well. They're out of Arizona. Right. And they're all that's all they do is help with the rehabilitation of these children so they can get implemented back into society, you know, because they're coming out of the system and then trying to get back to society and live a normal life. Well, who was it? I think Elizabeth Smart. Was that her? Um, she had been kidnapped at like age 10 and escaped at 18. And she was in Utah. And I'm getting the name wrong. I know this. Okay. But um, she's now married. She has like two kids. But her captor, I mean, I won't get into what happened, but we know what happened. Right. And it was just by chance she escaped. And, um, you know, she's probably involved in OUR. You never know. Sometimes they do get involved and sometimes they want to leave that world behind. And I don't blame them. Yeah. However, they want to get back to a normal life is important. And again, I was talking to survivors and this little girl and it's in my film. She's a tiny little girl and all she wants to do is have a normal life. She wants to get a diploma. She wants to get married. She wants to have children. You know, Um, a lot of times that's all they want. They just want that normalcy. That, you know, they're basically in prison. It's like a prison, you know? Yeah. And it's sad. And I thought it only happened in the Middle East. Correct. I thought that too. I mm-hmm. did too. 
over 10 years ago. I really did. I'm like, there's no way this is happening in America. Absolutely no. I refuse to think that. But the more we dove in deep and talked to all these people of stature, I mean, yeah, it's it's so real and it's so dark and it's so disturbing that when I just go out, if I go to the mall or I go out and I see a family and I see they have their little girls on their little phones and their little shorts and I'm just like, what are you doing? Get the phone out of the kid's hand. Put some better clothes on these children. You have no idea how bad it is out there. And mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a little girl or a little boy or what nationality you are. It's just, it's just dollars. These guys are disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's all about money and it's big money. But there are predators. Oh, yeah. are, does this also pertain to boys? Oh, 100%. 100%. You have both. The the prominent side of it, I believe, I don't know what the percentages are anymore because it changes from year to year. Um, but it's probably still around seventy percent female or eighty percent female to male. Mm -hmm. But it's still enough. And you know, what about families who they sell their daughters into this? Is that mainly the Middle East, or is that here nope, too? Nope, nope. That is here. Um, that is prominent. Uh, I actually, you will see my film. We actually touch base on that, uh, where this little girl was sold for drugs, straight up drugs. So especially now that you have, uh, an outpouring and opiates and fentanyl and all this other stuff, it's just a bad situation. It's a bad cocktail. Uh, when you, mental health, you know, mental illness. You know? Now, what can we do to protect our children? I think it's more important to be better parents today than it was 10, 20 years ago. Um, it's, it's important to stay engaged. Do not let your child go in too far. Don't, I mean, every, you know, they're introverts and extroverts. Don't let them to get too introverted because they'll fall to prey. Stay engaged with them understand what's happening in their life talk i understand that you both parents have jobs i get it it's hard it's hard for everybody but stay engaged be there for them don't just ignore them don't just give them a phone or an ipad because those are triggers and gateways to other people because that's how they're getting to them nowadays you know through apps and toys and games yeah because when i was growing up um I mean, we had three channels on TV. Yeah. Which is going to age me. Oh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And most of them were snowy. <laughs> and we didn't have a remote, man. It's click, 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 click. Wait, and you stand like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the antenna. <laughs> or the hanger. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. And if you were lucky, you got UHF. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Yeah. And cell phone people didn't have cell phones we had a neighbor who had a car phone and it was princess phone he'd pick it up and he'd say land no see to land operator i am calling and he'd wow. make it and it's like that ages me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no everybody is a little off topic but like i'll go to the mall 
and a five-year-old will have an iPhone. Yeah, that's too young. Yeah, it's I mean, too young. That means you don't want to. You don't want to parent. Exactly. So, and I, again, I understand you're busy, and you know, but hey, kids need discipline, just like animals. We all we all need discipline so we can live a proper life and be better people to our communities. Period. End of story. That's why there's laws and governs. Just take the time and get involved in your kid's life and don't just push it off to a phone or a game or something like that, you know? And listen to your kids. If they say that weird guy down the street keeps following me. Yeah, there you go. There's a yeah. flag right there. Yeah, 100%. So back you know. to the organizations, there's CeCe's Hope, Saving Innocence. For the one that's in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. For the ones in New Mexico. So is Dream Centers out of Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The fight to end exploitation in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. AFRJ, the Alliance for Freedom. Right. So that's a training facility. If you want to get trained up on that, you can reach out to them. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. And the Vigilantes on Tubi, which is a free station. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> and tonight when I get home, I am going to uh, make a pizza and watch that movie. Nice. Well, make sure you circle back. I always tell people, look, if you can find me, if you can circle back to me, I want to know what your thoughts are. If you have questions, let me know. That's why I'm here. That's why we made this movie. It's really right. important. And we can find you on LinkedIn under Lee Whitaker. That's it. Or any of the social media under Lee Whitaker. That's, I'm out there. Oh, Facebook, Instagram. Yes, ma'am. Perfect. X and threads. <laughs> You're on threads also. I am. I stopped really not on uh, X anymore. I am getting off of X. Yeah. Because yeah. why do I have to pay Elon Musk? Ain't going to happen. Mm -mm. Not going to happen. <laughs> no. It's hey, not. Uh, I do want to say thank you for having me on. Um, it's a, it's important to for us to keep shedding light and get this message out uh, in hopes that we can change some lives out there. And I want to thank you so much for reaching out to me. I'm going to reach out to the person I had mentioned before we started. Okay. And um, I'll see if she'll let me send her contact info to you. Sounds great. Sounds great. Circle back to me after you watch. I want to know what your thoughts are too. You got it. And thank you again. Most you have fun. a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. You too. And we'll, we'll talk, talk to soon. you soon. Okay. You got it. Thank you so much. See okay. you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.